After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey, it's Ethan Skolnick for Five on the Floor. Sometimes here on the podcast feeds, we give you some bonus episodes straight from the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe there if you want to hear the episodes as soon as they happen. They go live. This one is called Floors Yours. It's hosted by Brian Fonseca, along with Sean Rochester and Timothy Bain. They go around the NBA, including the noise about Pascal Siakam possibly being traded from the Toronto Raptors. On the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor plan, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. Welcome back. Nailed it that time, Sean. The floor is yours. Um, (laughs) We may or may not have Greg joining us. We do not have Tony. We do have myself, Sean, Timmy, and Pascal Siakam. Uh, may or may not be on the move by the time we're done talking here, but I had heard a couple of things earlier today um, about Indiana and, you know, maybe another team. And Pascal Siakam looks like he is going to be somebody that the Raptors part with at some point increasingly. And now the deal on the table is suggesting that he may go to Indiana for three first round picks is being reported by Sham Sharania, along with a deal, a package that includes Bruce Brown and it seems like a hefty price, Sean, and I'll start with you here because we're going to get into all-star stuff on the show, which we had planned for, but this broke, um, the report of a potential trade broke. So it's worth talking about how this, you know, I'm always interested in the ripple effects. And for me, I look at this and I say, okay, Indiana clearly doesn't want to give up any other young guys in the event that Pascal Siakam walks. That's why they're, you know, three first round picks that's a cost of doing business but sean you don't seem to think this or you at least think this is a a big time gamble which i i do agree with it's that but i also think indiana kind of has to do this if they want to get a pascal siakam level player yeah i mean i I see and completely understand the value of pascal like he's a great player he's kind of in that second tier star i mean he's not a an elite top tier guy but he's definitely a guy that can can help you become a contender i don't know if adding pascal to this indiana team immediately puts them into contending status this year i mean i think they're a fun story they're a good team but like the reason i say it's a risk is that 
let's say you give up three first. Yes, could you have a wink wink, you know, secret deal with Pascal and he says that if, you know, if I come, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay. But what if he walks and and you just gave up three first for a guy that probably doesn't win you a title this year? And I know, you know, Welsh makes a good point in the comment. Like if it's supposed to be really Bruce Brown and two first and the and the extra first is so you can keep one of these assets that you like. In this, maybe we go to the discussion of our future first and first more valuable than certain assets when you talk about players. That's what Indiana's weighing at this point, I feel like. And you have to weigh in the marketplace. You know, Sacramento is heavily involved. Other teams have been mentioned, but it seems like those two. So I know I kind of defer to, I think everybody has their own opinions on it, but it's it's interesting because this is kind of the the beginning of trade season. You know, we're just under a month away. Timmy, it looks like the Pacers do have a bunch of other future firsts. So this isn't blowing their entire draft capital. They do have first uh, most, if not all years going forward, multiple in a couple of different years. We're unclear as to what the first round picks would be in this potential deal. Um, what is the most interesting thing to you about this? And is it just Pascal, what he can add to Indiana? Is it like me and Sean sort of look at the business ramifications of this. Like what really stands out to you here? And then we'll get to a couple comments because I already see some thoughts on this. So definitely, definitely want to get into what the people are saying. <clears throat> but Sean, you make a good point. Yesterday is January 15, which means every single person that was signed in the offseason is now up for grounds. Up for grounds. So, like we said, guys, we are officially in the end game of trade season. And the the most uh, and I said this to Sean offline, the most it's just about to me is you, you don't give a three picks, three firsts for an expiring contract. You just don't. Um, Kawhi Leonard didn't even get uh three picks when they changed for him, you know, and he was all NBA at that point, too. But um, I'm a winner. Um, I think this might be Masai trying to drive up the price because, as you guys said, the Kings are um willing to give up players and picks, but also the Warriors are basically at. At the end, they, they lost the the Maratless, the Baneless, the Roseless, the Smartless uh, Grizzlies last night. And we know they were looking in the market for shooting big, be it Laurie, Vucevic, Pascal. Um, but we, we it, it's been pretty consistent for about two weeks that the Pacers are really in on Siakam. What I find interesting is that my guy will be staying in Indiana because he has a record I want, that I want broken. He has the most games played or active played and not make the playoffs. Every time he's on a playoff team, he gets traded. You know, I'd like everybody to say this happens. Um, but it's just interesting to see that after all this hush, hush and fuss, that Seattle's going to be gone for Bruce Brown. I still think it's going to be at least just two first-round picks, maybe one protected, and either a combination of um, Jordan Wara, um, Obi Toppin, I, I know Ben Matherin is a Canadian and Jerry's Walker was a very good prospect, but it looks like Indiana wants to hold on to those players. And it still doesn't get them there. Like I still think it's heat and five, but you, you get interested and you have Holly, Buddy, Ben, Siakam and Turner. Then that bench is nothing. McConnell and some guys. Um, so it's like you, you do that. Um, but then you you rely basically. Turner has been up to this point. Turner has, was was not very very much healthy. So if you if you see Jacobs are really a, a five, he's at the four who could go to the five. So you really run the risk of what the, what Boston's doing right now, where you have to keep everyone in bubble wrap and healthy till you get to the postseason. But 
They are a team like the Spurs and the Heat who don't like they don't like to uh tank, they like to make the playoffs regardless. Um that you 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 build onto this. I just think three is an overpay. Um you and and even though you said Brian, they have enough picks, you, you set a bad precedent, I think, if you send three picks for the expiring Siakam. Yeah, and that's part of the risk that Sean was talking about. Um it, but also Pascal Siakam from Cameroon, going to live in Indiana, probably need some convincing. Because I know for me, if you were if you were trying to pay me to live in certain cities in America, like you might need more than three first round picks, you know what I'm saying, to potentially get it done uh, in a bag of cash. I think I think ultimately, like just the two things that stand out to me about this deal, if we're being serious and getting into the basketball portion of this, is one, off the court, the business ramifications, whether or not they could re-sign Pascal Siakam, um, that's interesting to me what that actually does, whatever. Um, and I, I would like to think that, yes, you get a great shot at doing that. Pascal Siakam probably would play with Tyrese Halliburton for a little bit. This era's Steve Nash, potentially, and is like, hey, I would like to do this for four more years. Sign me up and then agrees to an extension like it's entirely possible. Now, what does that actually do for Indiana on the court? I don't know if it changes a whole lot this season going forward as they build out their team as Ben Matherin, if he survives the deal, develops uh, as Aaron Neesmith, as he, if he survives the deal, develops as, you know, they just continue to build out this roster and keep a lot of these guys together. I think that's very interesting. I don't think uh, Pascal Siakam really changes their fortune like right away. But I think, you know, that's an interesting duo to build with as an interesting partner running mate with Tyrese Halliburton. I wonder if they're going to be able to play at the same pace. Toronto has been playing faster this year uh, with more pace. And Pascal Siakam is multidimensional. Like he can sh- he can score. Can't always shoot, but he can sometimes. He can pass effectively. Like I think he's an underrated passer for his position. Could obviously rebound, attack the glass. They're still going to be challenged defensively because Indiana as a whole team, despite having Miles Turner, like, they don't really <laughs> guard anybody well because they play at it in the same pace. That's something they're going to have to figure out. But I, it's a fun risk, kind of like what the Raptors did with the Knicks and the Knicks getting OG Ananobi. And the Raptors would then, on the other side of this, have a team of Emmanuel quickly, RJ Barris, Scotty Barnes, and you're sort of building around them. You're adding picks. Like they are a little while away from something serious, but I think those are fun building blocks to look at. And I think it makes the Eastern Conference generally more interesting uh, if this were to happen. Let's get to some comments, Manny. What do we have on the board? Let's go from very early on because I missed a bunch. Say less D uh, says, Sean, tell him Pete <laughs> to man up. You're in Philly. Get in his head. It's totally off topic, which I appreciate. Uh, Philly is playing Denver right now. What's the score? Because I just looked a two seconds. Philly ago. is up by eight. And B just hit a big three and did the whole X. Chop thing and yeah, yeah. They went, on, they went on a season, fourth quarter baby. run here. Another fine in two days, but it'll be worth it. Listen, the Royal Rumble twenty-two Rumbles to are, nine in the fourth quarter for the uh, Sixers so far. The Royal Rumble's in like a week and a half, so we'll take that. Mike D is DJM. <laughs> you got a lot of Miami questions here. Wonder why uh, is DJM from Miami a risky move? Uh, DJM being Dejounte Murray. Um, but Pascal ain't worth all that if you can sign him in the offseason. Um, I don't think the Heat are getting DeJounte Murray. I know the Lakers are interested in DeJounte Murray. I think we all know that. Just that's 
been out there. Every, every, glut, every, every clutch player is interested in, in, in. Yeah, so I, I don't, I, I don't know how much Dejounte Murray we need to entertain, but I think, I think Pascal's better and more impactful than Dejounte Murray. If you're trying to compare, like the, the, the level of picks, like I don't think Dejounte is going to command as many picks because I don't think he's as good, and he's also on a longer term deal. It might be more attractive that Pascal isn't, so you get to dictate the terms of the contract. Well, in theory, we'll see because looks like Indiana's going to have to pay him a max if they pull this off. Say less D, would you rather trade picks or give up on a young guy who is already there with potential? Depends on the young guys. Sean, um, what, what would you say to this? I feel like you could answer this two different ways from the Indiana side and just the general side. I think generally speaking – not going, you know, pick by pick who it belongs to. Generally, the picks are va- more valuable than, let's just say, the average tier guy. Like to give it Miami terms, I think a future first is more valuable to most teams than Jovic, even though people may think of Jovic as a higher level prospect. Now, Jaime, I would not say I said Jaime's worth more than first, and, and obviously what first and what year there, you know, there's different values here, but a lot of teams like that, uh, that gamble that what could be rather than what they think they know they have in that player. So I think in Indiana's case, I, I like those young guys they have. So I think, especially now that I I've, I guess learned today that they have a lot of picks in their treasure chest. I might be willing to give up picks rather than players. I would agree with that because the picks are more valuable. And I feel like if you're the organization and you have an investment in said player, the player is probably more valuable, not just in Miami. I would say if I look at some other teams with like the Knicks, for example, they probably would prefer to keep Deuce McBride around and trade a pick as opposed to trading Deuce McBride. Um, and, you know, it's, fun, it's funny you mentioned that because Deuce McBride is actually, they're actually shopping him right now. Yeah. But he got that. He got that extension because he can potentially like be. Oh no! Sorry, I got I got my place mixed up. They're shopping. Um, Grimes. My bad. Grimes. Yeah, Queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why. That's why I thought you were going. But I, with with McBride, he got that extension. So again, it's, it goes back to wanting to dictate terms with your young players as well. Like that's something that the organization is going to want to do. Since we're talking about the Knicks here, let's just say that this Siakam trade happens and the framework that we're hearing tonight is what happens tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Do you would you think that uh, the Knicks or the Pacers will win more playoff games? Assuming, you know, no random injuries, just the teams that yeah, they have, yeah. they're moving forward. What do you I still think I still I still say a Brunson led team may get two games versus Pacers getting one game. I think I think the Knicks because well I, to me, playoff experience matters. And the Knicks do have that. They won a series last year. They beat a team that they were underdogs against. A lot of people thought the Cleveland Cavaliers were going to beat them. Like betting wise, the Cavs were the favorites to win that series. They had home court. And uh, the Knicks not only covered, but they won a series outright, which I did bet on. And um, ultimately, they have a, a more playoff friendly style, in my opinion where they can drag teams into the mud. They can create shots late with Jalen Brunson, with Julius Randle as well, even though it hasn't always been effective in the playoffs or almost never. But I, I, I would fear that more because if I were other teams, like if I were the Celtics, if I were the Bucks, like I, I would prefer not to play the Knicks. They can beat the Knicks, but you'd prefer not to play them because the Knicks can drag you into the mud and Indiana just – hasn't been there and they have to they have to play defense which we have not seen them do at a reasonable level all season long which the Knicks can do 
Yeah, and I know, Brian, you saw that poll that Ethan put out within the last week or so. Like, what team would you fear the most if you're the Heat? And I get that the Indiana Pacers and their ability to put up points when we struggle to get to 100 almost on any given night can become fearful. But I think I agree with you when you apply it to the Heat. I would rather play Indiana than New York for that reason. I think I w- we would beat New York, but I think it would be a lot more work. Like Timmy said, maybe a five-game versus a six-game series. And we know it's going to be a physical physical series against new york yeah like to me if i'm power ranking teams in the eastern conference in in terms of playoffs i'm still i'm still putting the knicks the highest outside of that real contender tier meaning boston milwaukee philly miami i would still put the knicks like right underneath those teams but they would be next up and i actually think the knicks could beat particularly philly in a series um, depending on how that goes. Like I could see them dragging Philly into the mud, pissing off Joel Embiid, and we've seen Joel Embiid's movies before. Uh, in May, what else we have in terms of comments? We have Thomas Osborne. Halliburton, Siakam Turner is very sellable for a small market team, I guess. Um, The Halliburton and Siakam part is, I don't know what Miles Turner's future, I mean, that's interesting, right? Like, I don't know how well Miles Turner plays with Siakam. We've had this idea for a long time that he can play with another big because he can shoot, which, I mean, they traded the Monta Sabonis. So we'll ultimately see, but I do wonder if they then pivot and move on from Miles Turner at some point. I don't know. Timmy, do you have thoughts on that? Like, what, do you think that will be their forgive me for using this term, big three moving forward, quote unquote. No, so for, you know what, you know what, but power forward actually fit perfectly with the paces right now. Sabonis. So I think that's why they're <laughs> a, a Siakam type of player because <clears throat> they need, basically, you, Holly uh, is great, point guard and training, but he's the only passer on the team. They need to get some more ball movement, especially from up up front. So I think the fit will work based on what they're what they're running. It's just that you know Turner Turner was on the trade block for like three years and then he was on then they signed to the to the, to the surprise extension. I think he'll stay. I mean he's become somewhat of a of a mascot for them, like the Star Wars stuff, the Lego stuff. So like he's really ingrained. He's he's the longest tenured pacer there, like I don't think um, you you could realistically get a. I mean, granted, they did want to upgrade him by getting Aiden, but if you can can tell, Aiden doesn't even play. Like Aiden has missed like the last month. So I, to answer your question, I think Turner is for the foreseeable future. There are five. I don't know if it's gonna get you any further than the plane of the eight seed, but I think they're committed to seeing what they can add to Holly and Turner. And Siakam is now the, the next guy up. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, 
wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Miami Heat. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Two more notes before we move on to the all-star portion of this, which was originally going to be the lead before this Pascal Siakam thing picked up. Miles Turner has two years left on a contract, one after this year. So it's approximately $21 million this year, and then you have about $19.9 million next year. So very, very tradable if they wanted to go that route. And then also, we've been talking about this, might as well pull up the Easter Conference standings to see where everybody is. Barely any games tonight, believe me. Not a lot to bet on either. The Indiana Pacers right now tied for six in the Eastern Conference with the Knicks at 23 and 17. As of this recording, they're right behind the Heat, 24 and 16, right ahead of the Magic, who have fallen to eighth, 22-18. After all that Orlando Magic hype early on. Um, speaking of the Orlando Magic, they may have an all-star. We'll talk about that. We uh, were going to do all-star sort of uh, list out our team so far because this is halfway through the season, and I had a hard time with this, guys. I ain't going to lie. And then and just sort of, sort of assembling my team, there's a couple of spots that I don't have official because we don't need to have them yet, not like we're voters. But in terms of uh, just putting them out there, I think I think this is very, very tough. Uh, and also at some points, very, very easy. For some reason, the West is always easier for me than the East, and that's kind of where I'm at. So how should we do this? Should we should we just go one by one? Should we go posi- starters? Everyone do their starters first and then go to the reserves? That's probably the way to do it, actually. Yeah, start with starters. Okay. I'm not going first. Timmy, you go ahead. <laughs> Who do you think will so start... I'll start I'll- so we'll I start, start with, with the West. We start with the West because the West, we'll I think, the is West. easier. We start with the. We all probably have the same Western Conference backcourt for our All Stars, correct? Do we all have Shea Gilders, Alexander, and Luka Doncic? I think that could be agreed upon. Yes. Okay. Timmy, yes. give me your front court. Sean, you after. This is where it's going to be different, I think. So, Jovic, Jokic, sorry, too much Miami basketball. <laughs> Um, here we go. Jokic. He, hey, he is he is plus fifty two over the last ten games. He's, yeah. <laughs> my my big um 
my big, I guess, scandal is I wouldn't start LeBron, but no, he will because of votes. But I actually mm-hmm. would put Durant, AD, and Jovic. Jokic. Yo, oh again. my God. I, I need to block journal. I got to block journal. It's too much. <laughs> the alarms are going off in the Five Reasons studio right now. Yeah, Nikola Jovic is not an all-star yeah. yet. Maybe he will be one day. We'll see. Making an all-star game is hard, especially if you got 12 goddamn all-stars on either side. So Timmy has not LeBron James. You have Nikola Jokic, Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis. Yeah. Sean. Your front court in the West. I was going to ask if uh, if Jovic would be in the front court or a guard, but I won't even start that right now. <laughs> um, I'm going to say uh, Nikola Jokic. Um, I'm going to put LeBron in there, and I will go instead of KD. I'll go Kawhi. I think with the way the Clippers are playing recently, I think I think you throw him in there. That's interesting. I have a mix of both of you guys, so I have Nikola Jokic also. Jokic. Um, because, I mean, you can't not have the best player in the league, basically, <laughs> starting in the All-Star game, right? Uh, Timmy, you're on mute. No, I said it's insane. He's averaging 25, 9, 11, and he doesn't look it. Like, he's... Yeah, he's chilling. Great, great fantasy pickup for your boy in one of my drafts. Had him at the first pick. Uh, I have, alongside Nicole Jokic in the front court. I have Anthony Davis and Kawhi Leonard. So there's my mix. I don't have LeBron either. Although we'll get to the reserves in a second. I'm sure he'll be there. <laughs> but I have Anthony Davis starting. I think he's been the best player on the Lakers, uh, best two-way player on the Lakers. And Kawhi has been, like, he's been great and he's been healthy. And the defense is kind of what I'm used to. I don't think he's going to win Defensive Player of the Year again, but I think he's he's almost made me, like, really think this Clippers team is legit, which I'm still going to be skeptical about. Don't care how well it looks. We all know James Harden has a honeymoon phase. We're still in it. We know it's going to end at some point, but we'll see what happens. Um, so we we have similar Western Conference starters. The reserves are very interesting, and I did have a little bit of trouble with this. Timmy, your, your seven reserves were whom in the West? And please, if you're watching this, comment yours. We're going to get to those. Uh, also, I want to see what y'all think. We're starting in the Western Conference. This is so difficult, man. But um, my very um sneaky one, I think no one has is Sengun. Um, Booker, Curry, um, Kawhi. Um, uh-huh. where, where's where's my list? Sorry, I have my list somewhere. I feel like I need the Levitar game show sound that they play after. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, man. God, please, no! No! Um, Aunt, Aunt, is that how much? Is that six? You have six. I believe you have six. And I had um, Fox. Darren Fox. Okay, so what is your so okay? So you have Anthony Edwards, De'Aaron Fox, Shangun, and who are the other four? Kawhi, Steph Curry, Book, Devin Booker, and there was one more. I uh, who did I say? God damn it! Isn't your list in front of you? <laughs> no, guy. No, I. I'm doing the. So it's so it's um aunt. Oh, I don't know who I said, but it's definitely Laurie. People are screaming at their Spotify apps right now. Definitely Laurie. Definitely Laurie. Laurie marketing. Okay, good. 
Glad we got through that. Sean, <laughs> who's on your who's on your reserves list of the Western Conference? All right. I have, because I didn't have KD in my five, so he's obviously in there. AD is in there. Um, uh, Curry, that's three. Right? KD, KD, AD, Curry. <laughs> I promise it's not going to be this difficult for me. I have this shit right in front of me. <laughs> I would also have Sangoon. That's four. Okay. I think with the Clippers rise, Paul George needs to have been there. That's five. Okay. Fox, if I didn't already say him, would be six. And the guy that I'm going to throw in there, because I think that they've played well enough to support shit that I don't have. I don't have Ann in there, though. I would no, say I think, you said, I, think, I think you said Fox twice. Okay, well then put Ann in there for my sixth and the seventh guy that I was thinking that hasn't been mentioned yet because I'm impressed what he's done and I think the Thunder have played well enough to support oh. Chet. Oh, I put Chet oh. in there. I was oh. gonna say J Dub actually. Me too. I thought you were gonna say Jalen Williams. No, I mean like uh, sure, but I think Chet because of the defensive stuff, I think that he could get in there. He, he's he probably won't get in there, but I think you know. He'd be skilled enough. He'd be fun to watch in that game. Jose Matos is telling us uh, that Pascal to the Pacers is official. Uh, your source is whom? Is it Shams again? Nobody see. nobody has tweeted us yet. Say it, let's please. Or are you asking? Jose, He's asking. You forget a question mark? Yeah. If you're asking, the answer is no, not yet. Yeah, nothing, has, nothing has been um, updated as yet. If you're telling us, provide the source, please. Um, so that I don't have to scramble and look at my Twitter X feed. Western Conference reserves for your boy. Remember, as starters, I had in the guard spot. We all had Luka Doncic and SGA front court. I had Nikola Jokic, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard. Reserve guards have Anthony Edwards, Devin Booker, Steph Curry. Reserve front court, LeBron James, Kevin Durant. This is where it got really tough. But I went Laurie Market and Alpern Shangoon. We all had Shangoon. We all had Shangoon, which is surprising to me. I thought I was going to be probably the only one that has Shangoon. I think he's been too good. I thought about Jamal Murray. He missed some time. I left the Aaron Fox out, which I don't feel great about. Again, this is not all in pen. Some of this is, but you know, some of it is not. If I if I had to bump somebody off, it'd be. It'd probably be Laurie for De'Aaron Fox, but with the way Utah's been sort of on this uptick lately, Laurie has to be in consideration. I ultimately think this should be 15 and 15. It kind of pisses me off that it's still 12 and 12. It's dumb, but whatever. Um, you still have Paul George, who is right there for me. Zion Williamson, we didn't talk about. I think uh, his case isn't awesome, but he's somebody you have to kind of mention. DeMontis Bonus, no, none of us had him. And then, yeah, J-Dub, Jalen Williams was kind of on my short list also. Um, so that those are our all-stars so far in the Western Conference. Let's see what the people are saying. Thomas Osborne had Eastern Conference. We're gonna get to that in a second. Say let's D uh comments his Western Conference list. Let's put that up because I want to see if this mirrors ours. I'm sure it's gonna be some sort of combination. Western Conference starters from Say Let's D Shea, Luca, LeBron, KD, Jokic, <laughs> which I think Timmy had this exact same five of uh, reserves. A.D. Curry, Ant, Fox, Devin Booker, Sabonis, Kawhi. None of us had Sabonis. Say, let's DS Sabonis, which 
it's hard to be wrong about this stuff. I really wanted to get Shangun in there. I think he really deserves it. Yeah, I think um they had got to 15 eventually. It's just especially it's just not too much players. And and you guys saw how Zach Lowe gave us vote because and as you saw, you know, there's 93 million dollars on the line for both Fox and Bam if they don't make all NBA. He doesn't want to be responsible for that, which I don't blame him. Um uh, we can uh, probably pivot to the Eastern Conference now. Uh, Thomas Osborne says on this, I don't see the Kings getting Fox and Sabonis. I agree. I don't, I, I do. How much do you factor that in? Like certain teams, I feel like the Celtics deserve two all stars. So, so coaches really do the, the bench and they really stick in that. Like you, your record is bad. You get one player. Like that's why mm. you got on the flip side. Why does Jimmy and Bam both get in? Well, the Heat were good that year. Like coaches really focus on that. Sean, would you weigh this? Like, is this is this is this important to you in terms of like who makes the All Star team? Do you how much do you weigh team success for getting one guy, for getting two guys? Like, do you care about that stuff, or is just the individual impact enough for you, regardless of situation? I think it has to be both. I mean, like for example, when we get to the East and we talk about who the fans are most likely going to vote in as their starting guards, I think there's somebody on there that doesn't, in my opinion, deserve to be a starting guard. But it's fan voting. It is what it is. Um, but I do think when it comes to the coaches part of it, like I don't necessarily think Boston should get three people. Like two, sure. Their number one team, maybe the best team in the league. Three, eh, I don't know. Like when the Hawks got four that one year, whatever it was, like, come on. Like, that was oh, crazy. God. All the starters. But I also Mari Carroll. Yeah. Like the best teams need to probably have, if not one, they definitely need to have two. Um, you know, but I also don't think you squeeze out guys that are putting up big time stats, exciting players, but are on less than, you know, stellar teams. We're going to run into this problem with a couple of Eastern Conference teams who aren't necessarily at the top. Um, so we're going to do that right now. Oh, wait a minute. We have a report here from Brian Lewis of the New York Post, the Brooklyn. And let me tell you something. Brian Lewis, when I was covering the Nets on their beat, he was there all the time. And on one of my jobs, I kind of edit his story sometimes. So I know he's very credible. So this is an important report. Uh, it says Brooklyn Nets reportedly rejected four first-round picks for Mikhail Bridges last year and are still showing no interest in trading him this season. I don't think they want to move on from Mikhail Bridges. I do think the Nets are probably going to do a little bit of reshuffling, though. We could talk about that at some other point. A lot of trade deadline stuff coming up. Okay. Eastern Conference All-Stars. Timmy, kick us off. The, the usual, Giannis, Embiid, Tatum. I mean, you know that's. You that's sound so. Happen. You sound so bored. By yeah, that. I mean, it's like that's that's what happened. Um, now when it comes to oh my goodness, it keeps refreshing, and then you can have. Um, I think Spider is actually insane. Um, yeah, with that forty-five game, and it hurt, and it hurts you to say this, but I'd I'd put Trey Young. Oh, Sean shaking his head. I don't think he agrees. So you have Trey Young, you have Trey Young, Donovan Mitchell, and then Giannis, Jason Tatum, and B. Mm-hmm. I think we're all going to have the same front court, but I think we might. I definitely have a different backcourt than you, Sean. Embiid, Giannis, Tatum, Halliburton. Oh, wow. Oh, so no, I, I didn't put Holly because I, well, so my body. Are you thinking because He's, of injury? Yeah. So that's okay. why. So. 
but so you're right. I think we so, would all probably agree that he would go in there. I think he's also yeah. the leading vote getter in the yes, in the yes. latest return. Obviously, yeah. he's hurt. So if he's not going to play, you know, we would we would adjust there. I would say if I don't have Halliburton, then I would go Lillard Mitchell. If I have Halliburton, then I would go Halliburton Mitchell. Mitchell, yeah. So I, I was just thinking who actually played. So yeah, I'm definitely Halliburton. Yeah. But but it doesn't seem like he's going to play because of that injury. Yeah. Brian, what do you think? Okay, so front court same, uh Giannis, Embiid, Tatum, blah 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 blah, boring. Uh <laughs> guards, I have Tyrese Halliburton and I have Jalen Brunson. Like, I, I still think he should have been the all-star for the Knicks last year and not Julius Randle. I think we're going to run into a, a similar issue this year. But I think Brunson has a clear cut. Like, he's going to be an all-star this year. I put him in as a starter, like, very narrowly ahead of Donovan Mitchell, uh, very narrowly ahead of Tyrese Maxey. Those are a couple of guys we're going to talk about in the reserves. Um, I just give it to Brunson. He's been so impactful for that team. Like, he's the main reason they are where they are. The eye test will tell you that. The numbers will tell you that. Both the the counting stats and the nerd numbers will tell you that. Like, Brunson's been sensational this year. And Tyrese Halliburton's been electric. Like, he's he's going to be one of these dudes that he's – if he plays in an all-star game, he's probably going to get, like, 15 assists or some shit. Like, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch, Um, you know, for at least uh, at least the first three quarters. Then we'll see what happens after that because once that elam ending starts, yeah, Tyrese Halliburton. We'll see. We'll see. So we'll see how much. I think it's. I think it's gone. You think the elam ending is gone? Yeah, they gone. But they went back to the standard East versus West, and I, I think the elam ending was gone. I'm. I'm almost I hope certain. not. That shit made the that shit made the All Star game better. But I think it's gone. I, think it's I hope gone. you. I hope you're dead wrong about this. Okay, so those are all. Those are our starters. Um, we're going to get to the reserves. We had different backcourts. Um, Timmy had Donovan Mitchell, and I'm already forgetting your other guard. Well, it was only Trey because Trey I thought because yeah. Holly wasn't late. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and Sean had Tyrese Halliburton and Donovan Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Right. And or I if I don't Tyre. get Halliburton, then I would start Lillard. Yeah. And I have Jalen Brunson with Tyrese Halliburton. If I don't get Halliburton, I probably would put Donovan Mitchell next. Um, so we're all in similar territory here. Reserves. I got to talk a couple of mine out, but we'll, we'll, we'll start with Timmy and we'll get to me later. Reserves you for guys, the Eastern Conference. Brunson, Dam. Pam, Paolo. Siakam. Scotty. Uh, Two Raptors? Oh, I said Siakam. I said, uh... Well, you one pacer, maybe. One pacer, but. yeah. So <laughs> you have two pacers? No, so, <laughs> so take away, take away, take away Pascal, because Scotty will get the vote. Um, I actually put in Tyrese. So Scotty Tyrese, Brunson, Bam, Dam, Paolo. And well, we can't put Jimmy. Jimmy has played enough games. And, you, um, you, you could, because he's still technically in the threshold. He is. I think so. Yeah. What is you? What do you have to play? Sixty-five games, right? He hasn't missed seventeen. No, I yet. mean for the. It's like forty games. Has he played like one twenty games? He's played twenty-five out of forty. 
Okay, yes. I Jimmy, he's missed Jimmy. 15. Look, and, and Jimmy, he's been out for 15 games, but all the nerd numbers will tell you. Like, if you still look at the Heat's advanced metrics, Jimmy is still leading a lot of those different categories. And if you watch him play, he's still one of the more impactful dudes in the league, yada, yada, yada. Sean, your reserves. All right. I didn't get there with Paolo. I know he's great. I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't see it. Um, so I had Embiid, Giannis, Tatum, Halliburton, and Mitchell, Lillard, Bam, Jalen Brown, Julius Randle, Jalen Brunson, Tyrese Maxey, and my seventh is a wild card. And it's for the people in the comments. The Heat, they've been good enough to have two All-Stars. We're putting Tyler Hero in the All-Star game. We're putting him there. For Indiana, for the people of Indiana, Tyler Hero, the great white hope, he's going to Indiana. That's are you, are Jimmy doesn't want to go. No, I'm kidding. I didn't know. I couldn't think of anybody else. I just wanted to I just wanted to stir I just want to stir the pot a little bit, you know. I think he missed games. I think he's actually missed too many games. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Um so who so did you so you have Randall? You have who else? I have two Knicks. Um uh, you probably don't feel great about. Yeah, I was I don't think that, that they deserve to have two, but I agree with you about Brunson, and I also feel like Randall has put up the numbers that deserves to get in there. Um so I'd bam Jalen, Julius, Lillard, Brunson, Maxi, and Hero. But I obviously <laughs> wouldn't have Hero in there. Um yeah, you know, Paolo would be in there. Let me look at let me throw somebody else's name out there. I mean, Mikel Bridges, he's not really uh, – I don't know. Scotty Barnes has been good too. Like as Coach said, the future face of the league. The yeah, future right. face of the league. This is very tough. I actually – I actually like I'm, I'm struggling with this a lot, uh, particularly with those last two wildcard spots. So East Reserves, I have Donovan – because my starters were Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson. My reserves – or Donovan Mitchell, Tyrese Maxey. And although he's one of my least favorite players in the NBA, Trey Young is an all-star this year. It just is what it is. Um, now, if you want to leave him off, I will support you in doing so, perhaps. Um, just kidding. Kind of. In the front court for the reserves, Bam is in. I kind of think, I kind of think, well, first of all, Bam is in, and I think Scotty Barnes is probably in. I think Scotty Barnes is probably in with the season he's had. I don't, that's, the only ones in pen are the ones that I've mentioned. So the nine guys that I've mentioned, which in the front court, the four would be Tatum, Giannis, Embiid starting, Bam reserve. Those are the best four front court players in the East so far this year, I feel like, in terms of all-star and things of that nature. The guards, Brunson is in, Halliburton's in, Donovan Mitchell, Tyrese Maxey, Trey Young. I, f- I feel like those five guys, you can pen them in. And then everyone else that I'm about to mention is kind of in pencil. I feel like Scotty Barnes gets in. I think Paolo gets in i don't feel awesome about it and i feel like randall may get a spot i actually don't think damian lillard's been like he's been very good i don't feel like he's a slam dunk all-star this year i don't think Jalen brown's a slam dunk all-star this year i don't think porzingis is i think Derek white the, the nerds are going to make a case for Derek white i think he has a legitimate case i don't think i'd put him in um is there any a- is there any like um of the next seven spots, do X amount have to be front court? X amount is there anything like with front court, back court as the reserves or not? Yeah, so so it's two, it's five, two, five, and two wild cards. Yeah, 
It's so five for, front court, five back court, two wild cards for the gotcha. entire team. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. So I, so I'm, the, I have Bam in, and I feel like Barnes gets in, and I'd probably put Randall and Paolo because I, but then I'm leaving off a of Celtic, and it's like after Tatum, is Jalen Brown a slam dunk to be the next best Celtic? I don't feel like he is. I don't even feel like he's been like a slam dunk all-star. I don't think the Celtics have a second slam dunk all-star, though I think they still deserve two all-stars because their team is great. But who is that guy? Is it Jalen Brown? Is it Derek White? Or is it Chris Dasporzingas? It'll have to be Jalen Brown. not Because Derek White started off good, but he's basically putting up Jaime Haskins numbers right now. You know? And they are, like, I don't know if you saw it today where they basically have the exact same stats. Like... You know, if Derek White's all sudden, please bring in Triple J. If you put uh, Jalen Brown in the skill competition, would he have a hard time going around the uh, the thing to the left? Would he just like not be able to zigzag, or maybe he only uses right hand when he did it? Just asking for my friends. <laughs> Thomas Osborne says Randall over Boncaro? Question mark. Um, I think Randall. I don't like the idea of putting him in just because like his counting stats are always going to be good. That's not the issue. Right. And you don't want to hold past failures or hold up past successes for guys to get them in. But like, if I've seen your movies before, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to look stupid for having somebody in all NBA and all star. And then they go into the playoffs and do what they do. A lot of people already regret voting Joel Embiid MVP for last year because of what ended up happening in the playoffs. You know, um, that's why I tough. lean like the young guys. Like I'd be cool with Paolo getting in there. I'd be cool with Maxi getting in there. Like I would like the young guys that are fresh because I think they take the game, they appreciate the game more. They're not going to just go out there and be like, "All right, can I play like four minutes and then sit down and eat popcorn?" Like and try to wash off my hangover. Like they want right. to go out there and get after it. Because if I'm looking at my team, right. Brunson, Halliburton, Mitchell, Maxi, Young, one more time. Front court, Tatum, Giannis, Embiid, Bam. It was nine that I feel awesome about. And then those last spots are being fought over between Jalen Brown, Scotty Barnes, Paolo Moncaro, Derek White, Julius Randle, Jimmy Butler. The best player on that list is Jimmy Butler. However, he has missed 15 games this year. But again, all and he's back now, so that number is going to go up in terms of games he's actually played, which is at 25-ish right now. The nerd numbers will tell you, and the counting stats will tell you, that Jimmy Butler's mostly having a Jimmy Butler season. Um, there's some questions about like how much is he gonna, how much has he been attacking? Is that gonna increase? But we know how he is, and chances are, if he gets into the All Star game, he's probably gonna miss it because you know sore knee or whatever. It's just parentheses playing tennis, you know, not available to go to Indiana. Like he probably ain't gonna go anyway. So I don't know if we gotta bother putting him on. Randall has the numbers. But do I feel great about putting two Knicks, especially when I'm not convinced about the second Celtic, even though I feel like I need to have a second Celtic? I would agree with that. That's why I didn't put Trey Young in there, because I don't think that I know he has the stats, but his team sucks. But I which I I don't like I don't like putting guys like that in either. But it's like it's difficult, man. It's hard. But then you could use that same argument for someone like Curry. If Curry doesn't get a starting spot, why is he in there? It's they're on a bad team. I, I mean, like you know what I mean. Not like, as I, bad, I think but yeah, there's a balance to that of 
weighing like, oh, well, well, let's just put like two players from the top eight teams in each conference and go from there. there there's other guys that deserve it sometimes too, that stepping stone. So S. Comments, Grayson, 20 points, Booker, seven, Durant, seven, down by 17 at the half. Comical. Fuck. Damn. Didn't I take? Yeah, I we're, we all took, yeah. we're all Fucking on the zone. We're all on the zone. Shit. Maybe it'll come back. I don't know. Uh, does how many assists does uh, Paul George have? S dot. Let me know about. Let me know about that. Oh, <laughs> might have some action on that game. Uh, all right. To put a bow on it, I'm undecided about those last three spots, but I would probably. I, I feel like Van Carroll deserves it, even though I don't love like, I don't love everything there. But like, yes, Van Carroll, I think he's deserving. So why not? I think Scotty Barnes, why not, is deserving. And then to me, it's probably Jalen Brown after that because I think you need to get in a second Celtic. And I, it was easier to get to the Derek White case a few weeks ago than it is now. So I feel like that's it. I, but I think you asked me again in a week or two, Butler probably takes one of those spots. Randall, if he still keeps it going, he, he may take one of those spots. Like There's a lot of interchangeability here. But we wanted to check in because we're halfway through the season. Um, God, Phoenix better fucking turn it around, man. For the sake of betting. Any last words uh, before we get into this? Pascal Siakam has not been officially traded yet, um, but we did start with that. So anything, any final thoughts here the before moment, we get out of here for the week? The moment this podcast ends, the trade will become official. I just, I just feel it. Sure. I just hope it happens late enough tonight or early enough tomorrow that Siakam is on his, uh, his way to Indiana. We don't have to play against him tomorrow. It benefits the Heat. We get another win. Jovich can continue his making his plus minus stats go up. It'll be great for everybody. Manny. Masterful work. <laughs> Masterful work. See y'all. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 
What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.